From Tulsa Tech, helping you make your own path with insights and information about the world of career training. The Tech Times podcast starts right now. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another exciting season of the Tech Times podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Williams, and today we're kicking off season two with a very special episode featuring an incredible guest. Before we dive into that, though, I do want to say thank you so much to everyone who listened during season one of the Tech Times podcast. We had a great time getting to know our executive leadership team, as well as some of our departmental leaders. And this year, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into some campus leadership and get to know maybe a program or two in some detail. So it's going to be tons of fun. Before we get there, though, I want to get to the main event. I'm beyond thrilled to welcome our uh, well, what seems to be a regular guest on our Tech Times podcast. <laughs> Thanks so Welcome, Dr. Steve Tiger, our superintendent CEO. Thank you so much, Ryan. It's a pleasure to be kicking off this year's podcast. I want to thank you and the rest of the marketing communications team. You're doing a great job, and I'm sure a lot of people would debate that incredible guest. <laughs> uh, and, and I'd like to say I'll set the bar high with this first one, but I'm sure I'll, I'll set it low for everybody to be able to, to exceed uh, expectations. But it's a pleasure to be here. Um, it's a pleasure to start off another academic year. A lot of things happening and um, just happy to help in any way I can and answer any questions you have today. Well, we're, we're going to get into some of the fun stuff. of As of this recording, it's the first week of school, and we'll get into all that fun stuff later on. But right. this is actually your 12th academic year wow. here as superintendent of Tulsa Tech. And we've, had, we've been lucky. Mm-hmm. We've had four superintendents over the course of our 58 years as an wow. institution. Mm-hmm. What's the secret sauce to your longevity? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Lots of prayers and good luck and fortune. Uh, no, it, it is surprising when I, when I stop and think about kicking off my 12th year. It seems literally like I just started. I know a lot of people will hear that or, or say that, but it, and, and you can relate, everyone out there. Years just stack up, and before you know it, it's uh, 10 years have gone by, and my daughter was seven when she started. When I started here, I feel like she started too because she's grown up with me in this position and and I was telling you right before we kicked off the podcast I'm moving her and my stepdaughter into their university apartment and uh, both of them are 18 years old so that time has just flown and it's just incredible to think about the journey uh, so far I hope I've got a number of years left in me uh, we say God willing and board willing and and our my teammates willing because I truly believe leadership um, you're only uh, people will only follow you as much as they they want to. So that's that's an onus on me to continue to provide good leadership. Um, I don't think there's any secret sauce. I guess some keys to maybe uh, my tenure has been a great board uh, that have been extremely supportive um, and understanding and passionate about our mission. Um, and I think that is has been key to my success or any that I've had is that passion about what we do and really believing in our mission and trying to support our team members across the district as much as I can, as well as surrounding myself with some really good people. Um, We have a great executive team. Uh, We are going to experience some changes with that executive team, and we might get into just a little bit of that uh, in this podcast. And uh, But I want to give them a lot of credit as well as our uh, directors, the leadership team um, throughout the district, and most importantly, uh, just our team members that are living and, and upholding our mission each and every day. 
What do you think is your favorite part of this time of year, just generally? I, I, I really love, A, that it's football season, but yes, also that absolutely. fall is coming. Right. And uh, just seeing all of those exciting faces of kids going back to school from right. th- age three on up, I guess what's your favorite part of this time of year? I would totally agree about the football season. I don't know, a lot of people may not know this, but I'm a diehard college football fan, and I am excited, counting the days down. But outside that and the cooler weather I'm looking forward to, uh, yes, this time of year I see on Facebook all my friends uh, posting pictures about their their child or their son or daughter's first um, day back to school, whether it be uh, kindergarten, like Jeff Kemper's son, I think he started in pre-K, he mentioned earlier uh, today, uh, or it's their freshman year of college, like mine will start this this coming Monday. But specifically about Tulsa Tech, that is a lot of excitement around the district, uh, just seeing the new faces, the returning students as well. You know, sometimes we talk about all the new students, but I really um, get excited about thinking about the returning students because that means they've made a decision uh, to come back. You know, we've done something right and uh, changing their lives for, for the better. We have business and industry classes. We have adult career development, a lot of classes, even full-time programs that continue uh, throughout the year, 12 months, and it's just like clockwork. We just have uh, ongoing classes, but around 70% approximately of our full-time students uh, they they are off in the summer, and so you have thousands of new students and returning students coming back, and that creates a lot of excitement. Um, it's exciting, people. Well, why why is it exciting? It's exciting because it's a chance to change uh, their lives for the better and also um, improve our economy and our workforce throughout the region. Yeah, there's just a certain buzz on that first day. Absolutely, nervousness also. Nervousness, but it, but yeah. It's, uh, but it's yeah. a lot of fun to be. Able you to mentioned work. excitement. And all the smiling faces, but you'll also see a lot of nervous and scared faces. And yeah. I think that's something that we have to keep in mind, especially our instructors and support staff and administration uh, throughout the district on our campuses, that it's a nervous, scary time for a lot of these high school students. Yeah, they're all meeting new people yeah. and mm-hmm. getting into new things, new environment. Right. You know, so it's, it's a big, a, big deal. It's a, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. We recently held our uh, all-staff back-to-school bash we like to call Reunion. Right. Um, you and the executive team were able to recognize some of our colleagues uh, during that event. Why are our district employee awards so important to you and the team? Mm. It's not just important to myself and the team. You can really see, I think most importantly, the excitement of their colleagues and just the cheers, whether it be employee of the year, support staff of the year, all of those awards are extremely important. And uh, that was obvious by the cheers in the crowd. Reunion is a good day, um, but I think the best part of that is recognizing our employees for uh, their efforts. And many are um, could have won that recognition or that award. Um, it's unfortunately that we just can pick one, but that's how those awards are. Uh, but I'd like to thank all of our staff, uh, not just the award winners, for the hard work and the efforts that they they put in obviously obviously those nominees have been previously selected but it's always fun to see the surprise on their faces when we pull the name out of the hat or whatever right 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 because they're they're not aware at least to my knowledge they're not they're not aware so it is it's a pleasant surprise one of the other announcements you made during reunion was about uh, a project that we lovingly call phase three here at the Lundling memorial campus can you provide some details about that 
Yes, I will. Um, it's a bit of a moving target, so I want to, you know, I want to be careful um, how how I communicate that. The exciting part of it is it's going to be uh, moving forward sooner rather than later. Uh, it was supposed to start uh, just right after we finished the career uh, CSC, and we had to delay that due to the economy. Uh, we wanted to make sure our budget was solid. We want to continue to take care of the programs we have in place, the facilities we already have. We want to continue to support our employees uh, with great compensation and, and benefits. So all of those are, are priorities, uh, new programs, new services. So you have to juggle um, those priorities that are all important. And so we wanted to delay <clears throat> what we call phase three, to make sure we were meeting the needs that we have today, uh, but also being good stewards with our, our budget and making sure that we could take on uh, the additional cost of a new facility. And it's not just uh, the facility cost through construction, it's the operational cost, it's the staffing of it. So a lot of planning uh, goes into that. Um, and all that to say, as we're planning and budgeting, uh, we were forecasting to probably delay that about five years. Um, it's been a couple of years now, and uh, we're, we're, our thoughts, our current thoughts are it would be um, potentially a year from now, um, between a year from now and the, the rest of that year, if that makes sense. So, to get started. Yes, to get started. So, exactly. Stuff, yeah. So maybe a better way to say that is maybe 12 months out and then a 12-month duration, sometime in that year, a year from now. <laughs> That's the ideal, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're just yeah, kind of yeah. forecasting so, here. Exactly. Yeah. So if, if all the, the things align that we need to have happen, as far as interest rates, the budget, cost of the building, because we are getting ready to work with our architects and construction manager to get some new estimates. So we're hoping the cost uh, has not escalated as much as they originally thought it would. So that's one factor. You know, what is the cost? What are the interest rates? Because we do borrow a portion of that money, um, and then we pay the rest in cash. So what are interest rates at that time? So there's a couple of variables that we have to look at, look at, and we're hoping, you know, best case scenario about a year from now, um, and then if all the factors aren't aligning, then probably within 12 months at that particular time. I can't wait to see some bulldozers over there. That yes, great. yes. The reason it's we exciting. call it Phase 3, for those not in the know, is it's uh, our Lemley Memorial Campus is our flagship campus since 1965. And we have been going through what uh, almost a 15-year transformation of this campus. Right. It beginning actually... in 2009 with the Health Sciences Center. Right. And then um, with the Industry Training Center a few years after that, and now with the Client Services Service Center here, You're right. um, we are kind of finishing up this transformation, hopefully, right. in the next few years. And talk about some of the um, long-term forecasts or goals for said Phase 3. Right. Oh, it's, it's, it is, Ryan. It's been quite a project. And Health Science Center predated me a, a couple of years um, so that was the first facility of this master plan. And then since we've completed all the buildings that you've mentioned, and then phase three will be the finale and it will be the largest. So CSC is a, is a, is a large building, but it's significantly larger than that. I think the last floor plan that I saw was around 350,000 square feet. So the bottom floor 
larger than a football field and then two other floors, floor two and three. Each one will get a little bit smaller as you go up. Uh, it's going to house uh, everything from advanced manufacturing, construction technology, STEM, IT, and a plethora of other programs. So when it's all said and done, this campus, Lindley Memorial Campus, will be a world-class career technical education institution, and I think it will more than likely, as far as I know, be the best best in the country. A lot of shiny uh, buildings, but um, yeah, a yeah. lot of hard work and dedication yes. happening on the inside. That's the most important part. You know, we talk about buildings, and I always like to uh, emphasize it's not about the bricks and mortars, about what's taking place inside there. The magic of, of is happening and working with our students um, we should be able to serve about 800 more students last I looked at, and we are going to uh, dust off those plans and, and take another look at those, and I'm sure we'll tweak them uh, a bit. But um, we'll have growth space for new additional programs, and as the budget allows, we'll bring those new programs on board. All the existing programs and the buildings that are left, the older buildings here at Limley Memorial, they'll move into that new facility. And I'm really excited about that, whether it be our STEM programs, our pre-engineering programs, our construction programs. They, they need better facilities. Uh, those faculty members and staff are doing an amazing job, and, and it's not impacting the quality. But I know that they can even take it to another level if they're surrounded by world-class facilities. So I'm excited for our existing programs, but also excited for that opportunity to add additional programs. We have... Over typically over a thousand students, full-time students on a wait list. Uh, many more apply; they don't complete the mission process for whatever reason. When I say a thousand, those are students that have applied. Uh, they would have been admitted, but there wasn't a program space for them, and so this will help us um, whittle away at that waiting list and provide opportunities for students that that were not provided at this point in time which not only helps us improve those students' lives, but add to, to the workforce, to the economy. And that's what it's all about. That's what we do. I was just going to ask you, there'll be certainly, you said approximately 800 more students. What's the economic impact of a, build, a new building like that? Oh, wow. I, I could not give you a solid number right now. That's a Dr. Williams question. Hey, sorry you know, maybe that. you'll have him on <laughs> a podcast soon. Yeah. But no, it's, it's significant. Let's just say that. It's yeah. very significant. Uh, that facility will be so transformational, allowing us to offer, uh, as we said, so many students incredible training options right here in the heart of Tulsa. Yes. Uh, we want to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to dive into what you are looking forward to most this school year. business world is evolving. New competition, a shrinking workforce, and a greater need for specialized training. At Tulsa Tech, we are here to train your most valuable asset, your employees, equipping them with the skills to succeed. Our team is ready to help companies both big and small with training at our place or yours, and it is more affordable than you think. Tulsa Tech, improving your business is our business. Welcome back, everyone, to this episode of the Tech Times Podcast. I'm here with our superintendent and CEO, Dr. Steve Tiger. Before the break, we promised our listeners what you are most excited about for this upcoming school year. Do you have a top three list of things? Top three. Um, 
And this is me. You know, there's a lot of exciting things happening. Uh, but what I'm looking forward to, obviously, we'll just start with the student side of it, the most important thing. And that's just advancing our mission, what we do each and every day with our students and serving clients and working with business and industry and just growing the economy back to that economic impact. You know, that's always going to be the most exciting thing. Uh, to me because that's that's what we do best that's what we're here for educate people for success in the workplace but personally I'm excited about uh, connecting um, more with staff throughout the district engaging with with our colleagues and um, improving our internal communication and and support Um, we're looking at some reorganization within the executive team we have an opportunity to do that with a couple of our um, officers, uh, associate superintendent, uh, Mr. Hester just left this summer. Uh, Dr. Franklin, this is his last year, and Dr. McClellan. So with those those changes, we have an opportunity to restructure and um, put some executive directors in place that will report to our new uh, deputy superintendent, Dr. Williams. So it is a, a reorganization. We have an opportunity to do that. And my focus is going to be more on the culture and employee engagement and internal communication and these podcasts are an example of that and Dr. Williams and those executive directors they'll they'll focus on the day-to-day operations instruction student support all those very important things that the rest of us are here for Uh, but to me um, we have a wonderful culture it's one of the best that I've I've been part of Um, and we're all moving the needle I think in even more of a positive direction I'm excited to do what I can Uh, to help move that needle even further. I'm a firm believer um, the more engaged, the more satisfied our colleagues are throughout the district, the better job we're going to be doing at advancing our mission and serving those that we serve. So I'm very excited about focusing more on um, that aspect of of my job. There's quite a bit of change at the executive level. All of this sounds very exciting to you in terms of being able to make these changes at this time. Right. Uh, we've had a lot of continuity um, since I've been here, starting my 12th year. Uh, pretty much that team, executive team's been intact. People's roles have changed a bit. We've tweaked those accordingly. Uh, we have a new CFO, or she's not new anymore, but Miss Lucas joined us a couple of years ago. But outside her CFO, that team has been intact, um, and it served us really well. Uh, like I say, we've made some tweaks here and there, but with with Dr. Franklin and Mr. Hester and Dr. McClellan um, leaving and retiring and moving on to some different chapters in their lives, it gives us an opportunity to really analyze what are the needs today, and they're different than they were 10, 11 years ago when I started. What a world it is, you know, in 2023 yes. compared to even 2015, oh, 2013. It's, like it's, Ryan, it's so different. Um, and I think we have to continue to, to look um, not just today, but you know, out the next few years, and just out as far as we can uh, with technology. Can't look out very far, but what what adaptions do we need to make? Um, and that's what we're trying to do with this reorganization plan. How can we better support our directors, our our supervisors throughout the district? Uh, that was one of the goals. How can we improve internal communication? Um, human resources, human capital, marketing communications, what you guys are part of. Uh, how can we better support our team members throughout the district? Um, and most importantly, how can we continue the success of our instruction for our students and support of them? 
We talked about uh, your upcoming year and kind of your goals. Do you have any wild and crazy goals for you personally this year? You know, I, the, my board asked me that, actually, in my evaluation. That's kind of some, some uh, I guess, confidential information. Just just joking, not we'll really confidential. Quiet. Yeah, but, but <laughs> that's one of the things they asked. Listening, and, I'll yeah, tell you that. Yeah. That's one of the things they asked. And to, to me, it, go, it goes back to the restructuring plan um, and how we can get that right and make sure we get the right individuals in those, uh, those positions as we move forward. Um, leadership does matter, and... Um, that's on us to do the best job we can to provide leadership and support for employees throughout the district. And like I said, supporting our student success. Um, the other big goal is back to phase three. Um, you know, a lot of work goes into that, a lot of planning from the budget standpoint, uh, but also just the architectural planning. And so I'll be very um, tied up with working with our architects, um, our engineers, our construction management firm, Miss um, Lucas on the CFO side, Dr. Williams on the instructional side, all those pieces. Um, some people don't think about that. It's, it's, it's not an easy task to, to look at a facility like we're getting ready to build and not just build it for today, but looking out in the future and trying to predict the, the needs uh, the best we can. So um, it's exciting to me because it does go back to serving more students, serving them better. And then the restructuring plan, it's, it's serving our, our colleagues and supporting them uh, the best we can. I think both of those opportunities are things that we want to really challenge ourselves to get right. Um, yes. It's something that we invest heavily into both the people and the buildings. Right. But it's an investment in our community, and we want to make sure that we're, we get those right you know, at the start mm-hmm. so that we're not having to continually mm-hmm. fix. Absolutely, yeah. And, and, and improve communication you know, throughout the district. I think when we look at our surveys and, and employee input, um, uh, they want to feel as supported and appreciated as possible, and communication can help with that. I've never worked at a place where um, on surveys communication wasn't uh, listed as an area that needs improvement. That's, that's always the case. Um, so we're going to put some things in place, um, and you're part of that, Ryan, and your team, uh, we made some changes over the summer with our marketing communications, our organizational development, training development for employees, and I'm excited to continue to move forward with those, implementing those strategies to better support our employees. So it uh, should be a good year. When we talked previously uh, before the summer started, you had some big plans. You were going right. to take a, maybe a vacation or several, and yeah. then um, obviously some positive life changes we talked about earlier. Right. Um, were you able to check all of those boxes this summer? Well, without getting into too much detail, we 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 had a little a bump in the road, and and I know many of our employees can relate because they've had these experiences. But we did take one trip. We took the girls on their senior graduation trip to Jamaica. Had a wonderful time. It was great. Um, but shortly after that, my father-in-law became ill, and he's been in and out of the hospital for. Well, in the hospital, actually, for 40 days. He just got, good news, just got released yesterday to a long-term care. So he's more stable. That's great um, news. But it's, um, yeah, things are, things are looking better. But it's certainly, uh, it just goes to show, Ryan, how you have these plans in place and you're, uh, you have these goals and sometimes life happens. Yep. And, and I know many, just about everybody, I'm sure everyone throughout the district or listening understands that. And um, it's... 
it's a growing opportunity for for me and and um, trying to learn how to how to deal with that and support my family the best I can while also continuing to, to lead the district. So yeah. it was a good summer, yes, but it was certainly a, we had a bump, a big bump. Yeah, certainly those um, life moments happen and, and they're awakening and yes, you, know, they you, are. you can feel grateful for where you are yes. in life and, and where we all are actually. So we can it, move forward to this exciting school year and we appreciate you being right. here with us today. Well, thank you. And, and the one thing that I got out of it, and I'm sure you know, everyone else understands that. Just enjoy the good days because don't don't take them for granted. Sage advice from our <laughs> leader. Thanks so much for being Absolutely. here. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Tech Times podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And be sure to like us on social media.